0: Thankful for uh, another another win over the weekend. I think you guys have all heard me on in the post game. Um, was able to, to watch the film and evaluate some of the mistakes that we made and some things that we did really, really well and uh, look forward to praising our, our guys that, that did some good things and and then uh, fixing any of the mistakes that happened. Um, I think it's a good time for, for some feedback and for us to improve. I mentioned that uh, after the game and, and uh, now the film confirms it. So. Uh, there's a lot of things that we could do better as coaches and uh, a lot of things that we can do as, as a team over, overall to help us win and uh, be more efficient as a group. So that being said, I'll take any questions. We Obviously, we have a bye this week, and uh, we'll see uh, what happens. But we're, we're looking forward to this week of catching up with our ac- academics and focusing on make, making uh, some corrections from last week and then uh, making sure our guys are, are still in good shape for the games. All right, let's go with uh, Jared Lloyd and then Mitch Harper. Kalani, you mentioned after the game how cool it was to have that moment with the Boise State team, you know, on, they're on the field and have a prayer. And you've talked a lot about the importance of gratitude this year. And, and a bye week, like you said, there's a lot of improvement to be made. But I wanted to ask just to have you step back for a second and and take in all of the emotion of this year and and those little moments. And how much has that meant to you? It's been a, a unique year for college football. Just wondered what that's been like. Yeah, it's been, it's been really good. I mean, I, I... – It's, it's football, you know, and it's a little different, but it's been, uh, uh, the fact that, that there's some bit of, of normal life with, with us competing and, and playing football and understanding the, the situation that, that we're in with the pandemic. But I think, um, you know, we're, we're a resilient group of people and, uh overall as humans and so we're trying to find ways to make things work and and um you know we learn as we go along and so I've been really pleased with the fact that we still get to play football and, and for the eight games that we had and uh just really still have that 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 feeling of of uh gratitude and uh just appreciation for the opportunities and and, and being able to be on that field with our opponents. I think it gives you a different perspective on it, you know, in, in, in the entire game and, and I think having that moment with Boise after the after the game, but also having moments with other teams and interactions with them, uh, it just means a lot more than it did before. You don't take it for granted anymore. So, um, you know, the injuries hurt more, even even if they're on the other team. It's all those moments that you, the, the emotions are, are magnified because uh, the, the threat of not having it, and then you just don't take things for granted, and, and that that does something really good for the game, and it does good things for for us as people. So. Uh, That that's a positive byproduct of of the pandemic. Belani, when it comes to potentially adding maybe some additional games, I know Tom usually handles that, but uh, maybe what goes into the decision for, for you guys? Would it be to strengthen your chances to get to the playoff or New Year's Six? What would maybe go into decisions to potentially add games if any opportunities come up? From my point of view is just getting another game. I I mentioned after the game that, that uh, you know, we we were hoping for twelve opportunities and we ended up playing eight right now and, and we have two more scheduled. And so I think the window for adding a game this week has already passed. And so definitely we'll have a bye this week and then we'll play North Alabama afterwards and then um then we'll see. But uh that's that's something that our administration controls and I know Tom's on top of it if if there's an opportunity for that to, to happen then great I for me it, it doesn't really matter um what it could do for um bowl games and things like that I, I all I know is we're bowl eligible so that that's that's we, we're going to be able to have another guaranteed opportunity to play with these guys again um but other than that, you know, we're just, whatever can happen, we'll appreciate. And so that's that's our mindset of it. And then if nothing happens, then we'll appreciate that as well and just keep working with what we got. So that's that's all we can worry about and stay focused on, on right now, playing North Alabama, making sure that we're ready to go and that we're operating in as full strength as we can be and that we're looking for opportunities to get better and stronger and, and uh, more unified as a team. And Kalani, just real quick, what's the latest on the injury status of Lopini Katoa? Yeah, it looks like Lopini's, we're, we're waiting. I mean, if we had a game this weekend, probably not, but uh, we're hopeful for next week for uh, North Alabama. And uh, I think that's, yeah, everybody else should be pretty good. I mean, Zane Anderson is closer to, to returning. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think everybody else is still in the in the mix of being, um, you know, I think Tyler we're going to have more. Was that? Tyler Batty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Batty. I would, Maybe I shouldn't say it, but I'd be surprised if he's not on the field against North Alabama. All right, let's take a question from Norma Gonzalez and then from Jay Drew. Hey, Coach, I know it doesn't really affect you guys too much, but I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the governor's new state of emergency and the orders that he issued last night. Yeah, I, think it, I mean, we're, we're going to, I trust our, our uh, government, our officials, and and uh, going to support them as much as we can, and and we'll follow it. You know, we'll we'll try to educate our, our players and ourselves, and and uh, you know, make sure that we do what, what we can to keep people safe. And and um, regardless of how you feel about it uh, specifically, or if you want to be on, you know, is their personal feelings? It doesn't really matter for us. It's. To, do things the right way and do what people are asking of us, and I, I think it's a, it's a wise thing for us to to think of others and and to do what we can to keep everyone safe. And if that means that you guys are once again left without fans in the stands, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well we love our fans. So I would love to see as many fans in the stands as possible. And I don't, I don't I haven't heard anything yet about it, but I'm not really worried about that right now. I, I really haven't worried about fans and neither has our team uh, the entire time. And and that's like you said, we're, 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 I've said it before, we're trying to keep our team focused on, on what we can control. And uh, we've had games with no fans. We've had games with some fans. we have have games with uh, just family and friends. And, and um, you know, on on the opposing team so regardless of what happens I, I like the way our team is playing and the fact that we're staying focused and and not not allowing that to be a distraction for us Jay did you have a question yeah Kalani it looked like the SID department launched a little bit of a Zach Wilson for Heisman campaign uh were you uh on board with that what are your thoughts on that Anytime we can promote our players, I'm on board for it so uh, whether it's uh, their playing ability or things that they're doing in the community, things that they're doing as alumni, uh, I'm all about promoting what uh, what BYU players are all about. So I support them 100% in everything that they want to promote and uh, whether it's for uh, personal, you know, awards or, um, you know, things like that, I'm good with it. So yeah, I, I, I want our players to be recognized for the things that they do as, and the talent that they have. And so I'm hoping that NFL scouts are looking at our guys. I, I've said it before. I think there's a lot of NFL talent on this team, you know. So um, the, hopefully they get recognized and hopefully uh, and we're able to get them in the league and, and represent the, the school and their families well. And then just real quick, obviously there was a coaching change in state over the – Weekend. I obviously you probably don't want to comment on that specifically, but my question is: is there like a policy that you have as far as schools contacting your guys within season, or is there an unwritten rule in college football that you don't do that? Kind of, where do you kind of fall on that? Is that, is that do you understand what? Kind oh, of- oh, oh! You mean with contacting um, my coaches? Yeah, and you know, there's an opening within the state now. All of a sudden, and- oh yeah. Um. Well, I have a personal connection with Gary Anderson. And so uh, I would not be here if it weren't for mentors that I've had in coaching. And I've mentioned a lot of them. You know, I've had great mentors, LaVelle Edwards and Kyle Whittingham, Gary Anderson, uh, Norm Chow. I'm, I know I'm leaving people out, but there's been some great coaches that have been part of my life. And, and I wouldn't be here if it weren't for them and their mentoring. And so Gary Anderson gave me a chance at Southern Utah. Uh, to be a coach for him. And then he and Kyle gave me a chance at Utah. And so a lot of appreciation and love for for him. And, um, you know, in in regards to, and I I know what he's about. I know that he loves, um, you know, helping young men um, achieve their dreams and be the best versions of themselves. So in regards to jobs, uh, I've said it before, I think we have great coaches on our staff that are future head coaches and our future coordinators and great leaders. And so uh, I'll always be in support of, of them, um, climbing the ladder and getting their opportunities, just like other mentors have done for, for me. I mean, I've, the mentors are still involved in my life I and mean, guys like Ron McBride, I got a text from him and Andy Reed and great coaches that are out there that, that take time out of their busy schedule to just, you know, check up on me, Kenny Matalolo guys like that, that I, I stay in contact, uh, often. So, um, I'm just thankful for all their, their love and their, their friendship. And, you know, I, I, I think that, uh, the more people I know and get out there and get opportunities I'll always support it. All right. Uh, let's, uh, we have quite a few people with questions still, so let's stick to one question. We'll circle out back around if, uh, you have time in the end so we can get through everybody. So let's go with Tad Walsh and then Jay Catch. Hey Kalani, I'm I'm back with another religion question for you. Um, I, going back to that post game prayer, uh, really, I was going to ask two questions, but let's start with this one. Just what role does prayer play in your program? Huge. I mean, that's uh, you know we we uh, we can pray, and so we do, and and we promote prayer often, and so it's a I think it's a good personal prayer. We pray as a team, and um, we pray, pray as a program. So I, I know that um that's a big part of what we do so yeah that's uh, we we, can, we are we're allowed to do that and so we're going to take advantage of it and the moment with Boise they invited us to pray with them and and uh we're not going to turn that down when a team invites our our team to to kneel down and and, and praise God for the opportunity that we had to play and I thought, what a, what a great um you know what a great uh, invite from them I, I was really impressed with them the entire game just great program with, with wonderful sportsmanship and you know ho- hopefully we can uh, um, be able to, to have that type of impact on other programs as well when we play them. Just a quick follow Jenny just to say do you pray before every game I mean how often what, when are these events? Oh you want me to go through a prayer log with you? I don't have time for all that. I mean, I pray you know, like my personal prayers before every play. And if a, if a new guy's out there making a play, and if a guy catches the ball, I mean, you know, it's it's probably every second if you want to add add it that way. Tad. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I pray often. You know, ball, that, it man. doesn't say if, it doesn't say that there's a limit to it. So yeah, we're we're gonna pray often and, and make sure we do it as much as possible. And and then uh, coaches probably stress the limits to that a little bit more. <laughs> Thanks, Kalani. Kalani, Utah has had an outbreak. They had their game canceled Saturday, and this week it's still undetermined if they're going to play UCLA. I wanted to ask you, is that situation been something you have to point to with your team and say, hey, this is why you guys need to be hyper-vigilant about COVID-19? Well, it's just not that one specifically. That's, that's all over the place. It's it, it's it's um that's part of the the sports world right now. You know, you you're seeing games being Postponed or canceled in a lot of different arenas. It's not just college football. It's it, it happens everywhere, right? So, um, I, I think that uh, that's kind of like the norm now. And and I've said it before. You can do everything right. You can wear a mask. You can social distance. You can do everything right, and and this this virus has shown that it doesn't really matter. Sometimes that you could you could still pick it up and still test positive. And the key is is for us to try to minimize as possible and do what our leaders are asking us to do. And so we're going to support that. And we understand that. In the in the world of college football right now, you have to deal with a lot of different things, and you have to work with depth, and you have to have a lot of guys ready to play just in case uh, guys test positive, and that's that's just the world we live in now. And and and, and I don't think any team's going to go out into a game being full strength. You just have to uh, look at, at at what happens and, and dealing with the pandemic, and knowing that every team out there in college football isn't going to be at their at their best because of of the test results and things like that. Okay, let's take our last two questions from Sean Walker and Pat Graham. Yeah, Coach, you, you talked, talked about this a little bit, but maybe to pivot back around to the bye week and just kind of the need for it after playing for seven straight weeks and kind of with the – sort of the just the environment the atmosphere everything that's been going on in 2020 how needed is this bye week for you guys right now well I mean we if there was a game to play we would be ready for the game and 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 we just you know we've got guys get banged up guys not be able to play certain games and guys have tested positive and not been able to play that's just part of the deal now and and we felt like our team has been deep this year and then you know the unfortunate part is that we've had to test it and then we've had guys step up but um, the bye week, the fact that it's here, you know, we, I know Tom's always been working on trying to fill uh, this game and fill the, this week with the game. We're just ready for it. We just knew that when it hit past Sunday and, and got, got to Monday, if there wasn't a game on the schedule, then we weren't going to have it. And so now that, that that has happened, we've moved on to the next transition, which is uh, take advantage of the bye week and then see what we can do to get our guys um, healed up, property but also make sure that we maintain our strength and our conditioning and that we are uh, on top of our academics and our our personal and social lives that we're smart with it so that that's going to be the key for us and and uh but i think there's a good opportunity for us to still improve and get better as a team and, and looking forward to getting that done this week hey coach how you doing uh, thanks for taking the time um Sorry, just as player-specific, uh, I guess just how easy is it to root for a guy like uh, Kairos Tonga, just given his path and that's got him to where he is right now? Yeah, tough player. I think, he, you know, when you're looking at, at the things that he does on the field, um, he's still he's – still. Uh, there's some things that I know he can still improve on with his technique and stuff. He hasn't been a – people need to realize that he played tight end in high school, so D-line wasn't a natural position for him. He's a athletic kid that – that uh, thinks he should be catching the football still, you know, so, uh, but he's a tough kid that that doesn't mind the physical part of the game. And, and um, when he gets his technique, right, it's a, it's a beautiful sight. And, but we're still working on that. He knows there's always room for improvement. And um, right now he's, I can tell you, he's one of the strongest, more athletic guys I've been around for his size. And I think he's going to do some really good things in the next level, you know, but I also think that he has a very high ceiling and that, um, you know, and when when things will click for him more often, he's going to make a a much bigger impact on the field. And we're hoping he can get that done uh, for our next game.